Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Abby Patterson. Abby is the Iowa Child Abuse Prevention Program Director at Prevent Child Abuse Iowa. And Abby, thank you for uh, taking the time to join me today. Oh, thanks for the invite. You know, before we uh, start on our um, on our podcast today, if you would, would you just take a minute uh, to give yourself a little bit of a self-introduction? Sure. Um, so I'm the, currently the program manager for the Iowa Child Abuse Prevention Program. It's a statewide grant program um, administered by Prevent Child Abuse Iowa. Um, and we provide funding for things like parenting classes, sexual abuse prevention, community development, that sort of thing. And I've been here at PCA Iowa for about the last eight years. Uh, Prior to that, I uh, spent quite a few years in disability services. Um, And I am a graduate of Iowa State University, go Cyclones. I'm gonna guess that there are a lot of people out there right now who are cheering you on, (laughs) specifically because of that. I hope so. Yeah, Abby, um, the reason that we're talking about uh, child abuse prevention today is because April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. The first question that I have is, how common is child abuse? Yeah, child abuse and neglect are very common. Um, It's estimated at least one in seven children have experienced child abuse or neglect in the past year in the country. And in Iowa, last year, the number of confirmed or founded cases affected over 11,000 children. And it's, that's likely an underestimate, underestimate because many cases go unreported. And you know, on one level, that's just heartbreaking. And on the other level, it's, it is nice to know that we have people like Prevent Child Abuse Iowa out there helping us with this particular issue. Just to make sure that people understand what it is that we're talking about, maybe you could give us a, a better understanding of the types of of abuse that children typically face? Yeah, so we often think of physical abuse, like actual um, physical injury to children, or sexual abuse, um, but we also sometimes want to uh, not forget about emotional abuse, so behaviors that harm a child's self worth or denial of critical care, um, a lot of times talked about as neglect. Um, That's the failure to meet the child's basic needs, you know, housing, food, clothing, and and really over 60% or about 60% of cases involve denial of critical care. That that is just an amazing number that, uh, that we would have that. You know, some of the research that I've done on this topic, Abby, and, and I'm not trying to point fingers here, but it certainly appears that poverty might play a role in the amount of, uh, or the number of instances that we have of, of child abuse. Yeah, so children living in poverty are significantly more likely to be the subject of a child welfare investigation. Experiencing poverty can put a lot of stress on families, and that can increase the risk for abuse or neglect. But also, um, you know, again, not pointing fingers, um, a lot of conditions that increase the likelihood of poverty are also conditions that make abuse more likely. So it's, it's a complicated relationship. 
And I think that that's the, the issue that we're really talking about today is that child abuse, while on the surface it seems pretty simple, it, it actually is a very complicated issue. And, and, and again, it's a, it's a reason why we need organizations like PCA Iowa to help us with this. Uh, my guest on the podcast today is Abby Patterson. Abby is the program director for the Iowa Child Abuse Prevention Program at Prevent Child Abuse Iowa. We're talking about uh, child abuse prevention because April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. And I think, uh, you know, it goes hand in hand with talking about the, the, the poverty uh, situation where we see a, a, a a market increase in the in the uh, cases of child abuse, but there's also an economic impact that goes along with this. It seems a little impolite to talk about that, but I, I think we have to understand that there's a there's an economic uh, cost to child abuse uh, within our society. Yeah, I mean, not not just considering the human cost. Um, there's a there's a cost to us all. Um, Total lifetime economic burden uh, associated with child abuse and neglect is almost $600 billion just for the year of 2018. And each case is estimated to have a cost of about $800 million per person over the lifespan. And that economic burden really um, rivals the cost of other high-profile health problems, like when we think about things like heart disease or diabetes. Child abuse um, and neglect is right up there as far as costly issues. Abby, I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about to prevent child abuse, Iowa, and the services that you provide because we probably have people out there today who are, who are wondering what your organization does and how you can actually help address the issues that we face. So we do a lot of training. So we have this great program called Connections Matter that's designed to build resiliency for people and communities. Um, we have a lot of resources. Um, we call it the Imperfect Parent Program. It's not it's not necessarily like a program or a class, but it's a, a clearinghouse for resources um, that would be helpful for families in a lot of different circumstances. Um, so along with those training and resources, um, we do also program administration. So we work with programs, um, both child abuse prevention and um, adolescent pregnancy prevention across the state. And so um, one thing with, that I want to point out, because you might think, what a, why, why adolescent pregnancy prevention? It really fits into our work to foster healthy relationships with kids and families, to foster strong, healthy communities. Um, and when we talk about efforts to delay parenting for teens, you know, we know it's important for teens to develop into their full potential before they become parents. Um, there's a lot of additional challenges for teen parents, and we want to we want to set them up for success into adulthood, and we want to support families to be ready um, to, to welcome children into the family at a time where they're well equipped to do so. And there's also an advocacy and legislative component to what Prevent Child Abuse Iowa offers, and if you could, would you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, so our 2023 legislative priorities um, have really included supporting legislation that's good for building strong families. So when we talk about um, promoting programs that help families achieve economic security 
and policies that promote child safety. Um, so one example of this is a, a bill that was drafted to address educator misconduct, and that would enhance background checks for school employees and make sure um, that any concerns are adequately investigated. Um, you know, because right now that policy lets uh, lets a few bad apples. We know most most people that work in schools have very good intentions for kids, um, but there's also um, some wiggle room in the policy where bad apples can hide amongst the good. My guest on the podcast today is Abby Patterson. Abby is the program director for Iowa Child Abuse Prevention for uh, Prevent uh, Child Abuse Iowa. Uh, a couple of things before I let you go today, Abby. First of all, uh, this is a little bit off script, but you've been talking about the programs that you offer, the advocacy that you're you're involved in. It, I think I know the answer to the question, but I want to make sure that Prevent Child Abuse Iowa actually works across the entire state with parents from all corners of Iowa. Yeah, so we, we're located, our, our main office is here in Des Moines, but we have partners in every county of the state. Um, and so we're kind of connected to a lot of those local groups and local providers to help support, help support prevention all across Iowa. And, and, and I think what's important in this day and age, the digital day and age that we're at, you know, Prevent Child Abuse Iowa has a great website, uh, and you have a significant number of online resources. And if you could just talk about that for a moment, too, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, sure. We've got something for everybody. So for if, if you're a community member, we have information about ACEs, and we have practical things that you know anybody can do to prevent uh, child abuse. And then um, we also have resources for professionals, um, you know, so that they can use best practices and, and really enhance those evidence-based practices and programs that are out there, as well as how they can work to strengthen um, how their community supports families. And, and you mentioned ACEs, and just to make sure that people know exactly what that means, ACEs stands for? Adverse childhood experiences. So we know there's a relationship um, between adverse childhood experiences. So um, several different kinds of household dysfunctions, as well as different time, types of abuse or neglect, have been studied. And what we find is the more different types of adversity, so whether it's abuse or um, family separation, a divorce, or um, a battered mother or mental illness, the more types of uh, adverse experiences a child um, experiences, the greater um, the likelihood of many health and social outcomes, negative health and social outcomes later in life. So there's a relationship with alcoholism, there's a relationship with obesity. Um, so what we want to do is uh, is keep that number to zero or as few as possible. And so that's, um, you know, several of those ACEs are related to uh, types of child abuse, so emotional abuse or physical abuse. When we can keep those numbers down, um, we project that we can prevent a lot of those um, health and social issues later in life. And I really appreciate your time today, Abby. I think this is an extremely uh, important topic, and I would really like for people to really take to heart the fact that we can do a lot to prevent child abuse in Iowa. 
And you talked about having all of the partners in, in each of the counties in the state, but for our purposes today, if there's somebody who'd like to contact Prevent Child Abuse Iowa or to access its services, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so um, PCAIowa.org is our website. And first and foremost, um, you know, with Child Abuse Prevention Month, one of our biggest messages is that a reminder, parenting is difficult. It's difficult for all families, and strong families really need the support of a community to thrive. Um, so what people can do to help families, whether it's uh, bringing a meal to parents of a new baby or just acting as a sounding board because having that social support can make all the difference. And for parents to remember, it's okay to get help. Um, it's a sign of strength because all parents need help because it's tough. Um, so yeah, reach out uh, if, you, if you need support or if you need ideas about how to support parents. So that's www.pcaiowa.org. Um, we have a lot of resources as well as contacts for across the state if you're interested in getting involved with local prevention efforts or if you want to connect directly with us. So we've been talking about uh, Child Abuse Prevention Month because it's April and we've been talking to Abby Patterson. Abby is the Program Director for Iowa Child Abuse Prevention with Prevent Child Abuse Iowa. And Abby, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for spending this time with us. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.